Now you probably have heard this lady's voice in a lot of different ways, in a lot of different mediums. Uh, her name is Marissa Rose, and Marissa, it's so nice to have you here with us today. Thanks, Dan, for having me. Oh, it's great. You're always a joy to have <laughs> oh, in any you. circumstance. So, thank you. Actually, how you started in this business, oh, this wacky world of this uh, crazy music business? Oh, I didn't choose it. It chose me. How's that? Well, um, believe it or not, I've had this same voice since I was four. I've always had this voice. So, you know, I was labeled probably a prodigy as a child. So and I was singing, always singing work, singing work. Um, started, of course, like so many other singers in the church. You know, started working with some gospel people. Um, Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. Mm -hmm. uh, then starting to work with her brother, um, who, Bill Moss and the Celestials, who were you know, gospel legends in their own right. And actually, my first recording was at 10 on their label. Wow. They did um, a 45 on me. Mm -hmm. uh, Marissa, Little Miss Marissa Rose. And I was 10 years old. They put 10 years old on the 45. And time is moving on, mm -hmm. and you're doing the same thing and bringing your voice to the public mm -hmm. in so many different ways as a lead singer and also as a background uh, oh, singer yeah. for mm -hmm. the likes of, let's see, uh, uh, maybe you can tell me more, but certainly Anita Baker. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. whom else? Anita Baker, Aaron Hall back in the day when he was hot as fire, did a stint with Mary J. Blige, Will Downing. I love working with Will. Um, he's, he's very... Uh, spontaneous on stage, mm -hmm. which I like. You never know what he's going to throw well, at you. Well, that's kind of like you. You're, you're spontaneous. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I've seen you live yeah. many times, and I cannot believe how engaging you are as a performer. Oh, thank you, And you've been, of course, uh, we've known each other a long, long time. Oh, Jesus, Dan, don't take us back. <laughs> oh, Dan. <laughs> well, you've done spots for us for Chevrolet, for uh, name a few more. Oh, you, Chevy, um, the Parade Company. The Parade Company. Mm -hmm, for, the, we, for the parade here. You did some marvelous work. Everybody at the Parade Company loved your voice. What was that song? 86. 86, oh, 86, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you say to a budding artist, you know, people that... Don't do it! <laughs> I guess I would say first to really zero in on what it is, what capacity you want to work in in the business because I wanted to be a recording artist and a songwriter you know someone that you know put out records and you've um, been doing all of that yeah but I mean but Dan no one knows me I'm Marissa but that's not Look, true we've all well, people have heard you yeah they, but they don't you know they don't know me like you know I don't have like a beehive I want a rose garden no, like Beyonce has a beehive I want a rose garden Marissa Bros where my rose petals at I want that know, I would say to an artist, you know, really identify what it is that you want, what makes you happy. And I think as you get a little more seasoned in the business, you really start to identify what it is that you really want. Um, and you understand that the check becomes more and more important. 
Um, is, then, that, is the check is the check a problem? Yeah, the check is always <laughs> check is always a problem. It's like, is there a check? Um, you know, you really have to you have to know the business, and I think you know when you're young and you get into this business and you want to do it. Because I mean, I've made that mistake several times. I've been on records and didn't even know I was on the record. I mean, I found out that I was on a record. Really? Oh God! I found out I was on a record. And it was like number eleven. Hot Dance 100 at Billboard. And I'm like, mm, that's me. I mean, it's it, it, the. Well, know, how could that happen? Though? It happens because if you if you don't have representation, if you're just you know, for me, I just wanted to record so much. I loved being in the studio. I loved the creative process that I would you know people would invite me to the studio and I would go. You know, and then Marissa sing on this. Marissa drop a line on this, and I would do it. Yeah. Next thing I know. You know, six, seven months later, I'm on a record, unbeknownst to me, you know, with no paperwork or anything. So the, the representation is key. Yeah, you have to have someone who knows how to talk to talk. You know, I don't mind, I don't mind having a quorum. Mm -hmm. You know, just put me around the table so I can get the quorum. I think without representation, you're not even in the room with the table to get a quorum. You need the representation. <laughs> it's, it, I, it's a great analogy. You know, you, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm laughing inside. Wow, I'll tell you. Yeah, right. But you need you need someone who can at least, you know, negotiate the deal so you at least get a crumb. I mean, we know that this business is shady and people are going to be taken advantage of. And, you know, you're not always going to get the best deals out the gate or whatever. But, it's you know, it doesn't negate the fact that you need somebody to at least get you the deal, the right deal. When you're young and dumb, um, I actually turned down a vocal performance music scholarship from U of M. Really? Sure did. Yeah. Well, you know, what happened? I had a record deal there. Oh. Huh. So that took... Surely I wasn't going to live New York. Like, are you crazy? <laughs> Surely. No, at that time I was signed to EMI. I was... Ooh. I was all over the place, no, yeah. Know. I'm learning more about yeah, you now than I no, have Yeah, I was signed to EMI, and my mother was like, well, you know, you, they want it. I'm like, honey, I've got a flight to L.A. in just a few well, more let's, hours. Uh, but talk about that for a minute. I mean, uh, uh, do you have any uh, a reservation about uh, saying that was a mistake? Yeah, man, I, heck yeah, that was a mistake. That was crazy. I should have taken the, the, the scholarship. Are you insane? Please. A full ride to U of M. Like, are you insane? But within the wacky world of this yeah, business, but, but where thing, was that going to take you? But the thing, exactly. And at that time, at that time in my life and where I was, um, you know, having that, you, I had a bidding war during that time. I'd signed with EMI, but I had already met with Clive Davis at Arista. I had already been with Bruce Longwall at Capitol. I was, you know, I was talking to Benny Bedino over at Warner Brothers, and I decided EMI because they had the biggest check. And, you know, they were toting me to be the next this person and that person. It was an industry buzz. You know, I'm like 16 years old, did they ready to be 17. Did they give you any kind of an advance? Heck yeah. I was really? driving a Mercedes. <laughs> Take me back, Jesus, please, Lord, just one more time. No, I was driving a Mercedes. I was getting, a, I think, a $2,500 a month stipend. Really? That yeah. was how many years ago? That was, I was, don't Six, say it. Okay, all right. Yeah, this was some time ago, but yeah, man, I was getting a stipend. And plus, I got, 
I think it was like 20% of the whole deal. Well, that, in a check. that never happens these days. No, that was back in the day. That's when it was for real. Yeah. You know, music business for real. Now I don't know what this is. Yeah, it's straight gangster now. Yeah, wow. gangster business. But yeah, so that's, so yeah, it was a mistake looking back in retrospect. But at that time, it was so much happening. I mean, I almost didn't make my own high school graduation. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I've had some, yeah, I've had some good moments. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, just you know, meeting, I've met so many people. And how was Clive to deal with? No, Clive was, oh my God. Oh, I'll never forget. Oh, I'll never forget going to his office. And I loved him because he, he always would have me sing for him. So, And I was writing my own songs. Actually, the two songs that got me my record deal were songs I wrote. Really? Yes. So when I would come, we would go into the conference room, which seemed to be like right next door to his office. Mm -hmm. And we would go in there, and then he, you know, he would have me sing my songs, and he would just say, Ah, let's go to the next level. Let's take it to the next level. And I'm like, let's do yes, let's go. Yeah, well, how oh, exciting. Oh, my God. Let me say this. I still have the letter that Clive wrote to my school because I was missing my finals. He wrote a handwritten letter to the school. Dr. Said, Clive Davis? Yeah, like please, well, like, please excuse Marissa. She was here with me, yada, 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 at Arista Records on the Arista. Handwritten, Clive. Well, is, I mean, he was just the coolest oh, guy. How neat is that? Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. I still have it. I still have a letter. Yeah. Well, I must say this has been a pleasure for us to have you here once uh, for, for this interview in particular. But um, uh, over the years, so many times you've come in and just uh, amazed uh, everyone from engineers to uh, a general audience that is mm -hmm. taking this all in, taking your voice in, which is just uh, splendid. I mean, Thanks, beautiful, Dan. beautiful Thanks, voice. Thanks, Dan. I really appreciate it. And we're family. This yeah, is I know, my of course dad. We're. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time, unexpectedly, Clive, if you see this, <laughs> you if you remember the girl, I was a kid. I was persuaded. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I had no representation, Clive. But I still have a voice. I can do it. It's a new day. But anyway, um. <laughs>